Hello, everybody, and welcome to Brandon's Entertainment Universe. My name is Brandon Parn. So happy you could join me today. This is the show where I tell you all about what's in my entertainment universe. We got a lot of stuff to get to, and we're going to start off with a show I recently just finished watching called Jonas. You may remember Jonas as being the Jonas Brothers television program, which aired on Disney Channel from 2009 to 2010. It originally was a pilot in 2007 and eight or eight, um, where Jonas was an acronym. I can't remember what the acronym stands for, but basically the show was about them being um, rock stars by night, undercover, umber, undercover spies by day. And the pilot was reworked, so it was just kind of them juggling a normal life with being rock stars. And it's funny. The first season was called Jonas. Second season was called Jonas L.A. And the the set the setting of the show moved to L.A. from it was set in New Jersey, but it was filmed in L.A. on a set. And they did much more um kind of location shooting in the second season. And the the show in the first season was like a family kind of slapsticky little bit comedy. Um, very bright colors, um, and then the second season became more of a um, um, longer narrative comedy drama. Um, it had more of a running storyline throughout the whole season, um, as opposed to just kind of individual episodic stories, um, and. I must say, I liked both seasons. I thought I would like the first season better as I was watching it. Then the second season was was good too. I enjoyed both, but it's funny how the just the first season was like this comedy. Second season was more of a drama. Um, it only lasted two seasons, but it still kind of struggled to find its identity in both. Um, but it's crazy to see how ten years later. Um, how how the Jonas Brothers have ended up. Joe's in DNCE. Kevin's doing something. Nick is married to Priyanka Chopra. I mean, it's crazy. Um, and yeah, but otherwise, I enjoyed watching Jonas and Jonas LA. Um, and that's it. Next up, I want to talk about Super Bowl halftime shows. This Sunday is Super Bowl 53, and the halftime show will star Maroon 5, Travis Scott, and Big Boy. It will be broadcast and performed in Atlanta. And I I talked about Maroon 5 and their possibly doing the Super Bowl at the time um, in the second episode of Brands Entertainment Universe. We're not going to talk about it that much in this segment. Um, but I will mention they did declined to do a press conference um, to avoid any questions about the surrounding controversy of them doing the halftime show in the wake of many other artists um, not participating because of the NFL's treatment of the Colin Kaepernick um, controversy. And we're not going to talk about it. I'm not, I don't like talking a lot of controversy. I don't like talking about any sort of political leaning issues. Um, but I do like talking about fun entertainment like the Super Bowl halftime show. And some have been good, some have been bad. We're going to focus on um, 1999 to present for the most part. 
Um, and up until 2000, no, I think we're going to do 2000 to present. And starting in two, 2000 was the last of these kind of weird theme, extravagant um, halftime shows where where it was like a theme and it told a story and there were musical performances, but it wasn't like a concert um, per se. Um, 2001, that changed when they, when MTV produced it and it was, and it was uh, NSYNC, Aerosmith with special appearances by people like Nelly, Mary J. Blige and Britney Spears. And that was probably one of my favorite Super Bowl halftime shows of all time, up until when Justin Timberlake did it last year. Um, but then it was pop acts, pop and rock acts, um, pretty much until 2011 when they went straight to mainly pop acts. Um, after 2004, where it was mainly top 40 artists doing the halftime show um, and some rock artists too, they um they went to more classic rock artists. Um they did Paul McCartney, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Prince, um Bruce Springsteen, the list goes on, Rolling Stones, The Who. Then in 2011, they brought the back Black Eyed Peas. It wasn't great, but it started the trend of doing more modern pop artists um at the halftime show. You had people like Coldplay, Bruno Mars, Beyonce, um, Justin Timberlake last year, and now Maroon 5. So, uh, my personal favorites have been NSYNC in 2001, uh, Paul McCartney in 2005, um, I like The Who's in 2010, uh, Beyonce's was great. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other one. Uh, of course, Justin Timberlake in 2018. I thought Coldplay and Bruno Mars and Beyonce did a great job in 2016. I also think Lady Gaga did great in 2017. And of course, Bruno Mars' solo one in 2014. Oh, Madonna performed as well. Uh, she. I always go back to hers with... um. She had LMFAO because they were popular at the time. They mixed music and Party Rock Anthem, which was kind of a cool mashup. But otherwise, um, come and go, the Super Bowl halftime show is an American staple, worldwide staple even, and uh, we'll see what Maroon 5 does with it. And finally today, I want to talk about an album that came out one year ago tomorrow, which would be um, February 2nd. One year of Justin Timberlake's Man of the Woods. Now, this album uh, got mixed reviews on its arrival. And I don't think it has um, shaped up as as big as his first three albums have. But uh, there are some good songs that I enjoy on it. Um, one of my favorites that I always go back to, I play it, I usually play it every time I listen to the album. Um or I opened the album on my phone, is Living Off the Land. I love that song. And the song right before Breeze Off the Pond goes into Living Off the Land, and I play that as well. Um, but Living Off the Land is definitely my favorite song on the album. 
Of course, you got other great songs, Midnight Summer Jam, Filthy, of course, um, Say Something is Great, um, Man of the Woods, the title track, I really enjoy that song as well. But will this be Justin Timberlake's legacy? It'll be part of it, no doubt. Uh, this was the album he was he he um, did alongside the Super Bowl halftime show. Of course, he did it um, two days after the album came out. The album came out on a Friday. He did a show on a Sunday. Um, but will it rank top among Justin Timberlake's albums so far? I don't think so. Maybe third or fourth out of the four he's put out. Um, but was it an interesting kind of take? Yes, I do. I do think for him, it was interesting. It was different, um, yet similar at the same time. But I, I still love everything he does musically. And, um, I can't wait to see him on tour on the Man of the Woods tour in March, um, when he comes to Kansas City. So that's going to be so much fun. And either way, I he is my idol, my hero, my everything. And um, we'll see what comes next from Justin Timberlake. Well, that does it for this episode for Brandon's Entertainment Universe. My name is Brandon Parnsay. Stay tuned for Carson Daily, and I'll see you next time.